Good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, where we take a few minutes, share a cup of tea together, and I'm hopefully able to give encouragement as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Cinnamon Apple Spice. This blend combines spicy cinnamon with juicy apple flavor. There's a chocolate note and a hint of butterscotch in the finish, making this tea comforting and invigorating all at once. So sit back with your cup of tea and relax for these few minutes together as we listen to where this week's podcast will take us. Good morning, a warm teacup. Welcome to all those listening with us today as we continue walking through Esther together. So this is where we are. Esther's queen, Mordecai despises Haman and wants him removed from the kingdom's decision-making. And Haman hates Mordecai and wants him swinging on the gallows that he has just constructed for that purpose. And he plans to get up early the morning, go to the king to suggest that very idea. But on the same day, Esther is throwing a banquet to expose the wicked schemes of Haman before the king. Speaking of the king, honestly, King Ahasuerus doesn't have a clue what's going on. He's just participating in all the events. He's looking forward to some hot tea and scones at the banquet, I'm sure. (laughs) And now that we're caught up, I want us to look at chapter 6 and find some encouragement today. Really what Esther's all about, the theme of this book is seeing the providence of God in all of the things and events that happen. Even a sleepless night. And that's what I want to focus on. A sleepless night could be filled with purpose. I'm only going to read three verses today in Esther chapter 6, and we're going to read 1, 2, and 3 together. Again, Esther chapter 6, reading in verse 1. That night the king could not sleep. So one was commanded to bring the book of the records of the chronicles, and they were read before the king. And it was found written that Mordecai had told of Bigthana and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs, the doorkeepers who had sought to lay hands on King Ahasuerus. And then the king said, What honor or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? And the king's servants who attended him said, Nothing has been done for him. Let me go ahead and read verse 4. So the king said, Who is in the court? And now Haman had just entered the outer court of the king's palace. I'll look at a little bit more verse 4 in a minute. But you can tell from my recap, and of course I, I hope that you've been tuning in in these previous five weeks as we've looked through Esther. And I've encouraged you to read each chapter. I only read a portion of it. Uh, there have been some lengthier portions. But I do encourage you to to read each chapter as we walk through it because every piece has been put into its place. Everything is set, and, and now we're, we're coming to a head here. Tomorrow uh, is the banquet. It, it, everything's coming together now. And so it's fair to say that if anyone couldn't get a good night's sleep right now, it would probably be Esther or, or maybe even Mordecai or possibly Haman. Actually, you could really take your pick because any of these three had a lot on their minds. It's make or break time. And 
they could have, could have had a sleepless night. Really, the only character in this story who should be sleeping well is, of course, the king himself, but uh, we know that he is the one who could not sleep. King Ahasuerus is completely unaware of all the events that are about to unfold. You would think that he'd be in deep REM sleep, dream, dreaming of all the other kingdoms that he wanted to conquer. I say should be because we have read that on that night the king could not sleep. Of all the nights, it had to be this night that he couldn't sleep. Whatever he tried had failed. His hot milk before bed didn't work. Maybe he had had chamomile tea. Anyone for that? That didn't work. Counting a thousand sheep, that didn't work. Nothing was happening. So what do you do in that situation? Naturally, you have the book of records read before you. I'm thinking if that won't put you to sleep, nothing will, right? <laughs> so the king had his servants read to him from this book because clearly if he couldn't sleep, there's no reason the servants should be able to sleep either. But what exactly it was that they read on this very important night? They read of the story of how Mordecai had saved the king from the two assailants. It was also mentioned in answering the king's question that nothing had been done to reward Mordecai for this act of courage. Now here we are once again, seeing that God is present with his often unseen hand. Let's just state the obvious. God's fingerprints are clearly all over this. God is the one who kept the king awake. He's the one who put the thought in his mind to have the book of records read. He's the one who directed the king's eunuchs to choose the story concerning Mordecai to be the one that's read. The invisible workings of the almighty hand of God are amazing. Don't just think that that was something God used to do. God is still very much in the business of setting up circumstances, setting up meetings in the lives of his believers today. Have you experienced that in your life? Have there been times where you've seen the invisible hand of God working on your behalf? Have you had a sleepless night because something was weighing on your mind or heavily on your heart? There just might be a purpose in that. And you need to look deeper into it. Esther goes on to tell us in this chapter how the king said, Who's in the court? And it was Haman who had entered the outer court of the king's palace in order to speak to the king about hanging Mordecai on the gallows that he had prepared. Haman came in, and the king said, What is to be done for the man whom the king desires to honor? And Haman, thinking to himself, Well, whom would the king desire to honor more than me? So Haman pridefully saying to the king, For the man whom the king desires to honor, let them bring a royal robe which the king has worn and the horse on which the king has ridden and on whose head a royal crown has been placed. And so on and so on. And the king's response, Thus it shall be done. Poor old Haman. He has planned to hang Mordecai. He got up so early, brushed his teeth, ran to the king before anybody else could make any request, but look what happened. The king commanded, get the robe and the horse and do just as you have suggested. Do it for Mordecai, the Jew, who sits at the king's gate. Can you believe it? 
<laughs> how the tables have turned just because King Ahasuerus couldn't fall asleep. I'm thinking some of the issues that are keeping us up at night might not fall into quite this category, but for us in our lives, they're big and they cause us sleepless nights. But what I want us to focus on is that God is working in and through any sleepless night. Have you ever had one of those nights where you just decided to get up and get things accomplished because you couldn't sleep? Or have you ever thought, I'm going to get up and I'm going to read some scripture. I'm going to read something pertaining to my situation or what it is that I'm dealing with. Or, or even better, I'm just going to get up and read some scripture to encourage my heart to find ease and peace so that I can doze all off to sleep. Everything that transpired in Esther in, these, in this particular passage is because King Ahasuerus couldn't fall asleep. I'm sure you're like me. There are those times where no matter what we do, we just can't seem to get to sleep. There's so much running through our mind. There's comfort in being reminded that God's sovereignty never takes a break. What's on our heart has a purpose. We might not know what that purpose is. We might not even want to know what that purpose is. But God knows. The way to finally get to sleep is to surrender it all to Him. Let God be in control. When the right time comes, He's going to show His will. He's going to show His way. And we'll not only be amazed by Him, we're going to be blessed by Him. And you say, well, how do you know that, Brother Tommy? Philippians 4, 7, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Sleepless nights. They're bothersome. They're worrisome. But they might have a purpose. Reminding ourselves of God's sovereignty. He knows. Surrender all to Him. It makes me think of a hymn. Be thou my vision. A couple of those verses. Riches I heed not, nor man's empty praise. Thou mine inheritance now and always. Thou and thou only, the first in my heart. Sovereign of heaven, my treasure thou art. High King of heaven, thou heaven's bright sun, grant be its joys after victory is won. Great heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be thou my vision, O ruler of all. It might be a sleepless night, but it could be filled with purpose. Either way, surrender it to him and be amazed and blessed. Thank you so much again for joining us on this week's podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, as we continue walking through the book of Esther. We've come to chapter 6 now, and the plot begins to unravel for Haman. Those sleepless nights of King Ahasuerus certainly had a purpose. Perhaps a sleepless night for us might have a purpose too. Surrender it to Jesus. I look forward to hosting you again next week on Tea Time with Tommy, but until then, may your cup overflow 
with his blessings.